the East and Sai, here are the stories making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Duterte administration floats the possibility of returning to stricter lockdown measures in Metro Manila. President Duterte's spokesman Harry Roques says that will be the case if hospitals in the national capital region reach full capacity. Metro Manila has been under general community quarantine since June, resulting in further easing of restrictions on public transport and businesses. Wala naman tayong alternatibo kung hindi magbukas po talaga ng ekonomiya. Napakita po natin kung ano na naging impact ng ating COVID-19. Kung hindi pa po natin mabubuksan, eh baka mamaya buhay nga tayo, mamamatay naman tayo dahil wala tayong hanap buhay. No? So ang tinitingnan po natin ngayon yung balance. Eh. Pag lumala talaga at mawalan tayo ng critical care capacity o di kaya yung kanyang uh, case doblong rate ay uh, bumalik uli sa dati na napakabilis, wala po tayong alternatibo. The Philippines logs over 2,000 cases for the second straight day, bringing the total to over 46,000. Of these cases, 1,258 are classified as fresh, meaning test results were released in the past three days. 600 of the fresh cases are in Metro Manila. The death toll has breached 1,300 after six more fatalities were recorded. 243 more patients have recovered from the illness, raising the total to more than 12,000. International flight operations at Manila's main gateway, the Ninoy Aquino International Airport, will resume Wednesday after being shuttered for three months. Several airlines, including AirAsia, Cathay Pacific, and Qatar Airways, will be returned to Terminal 3. Terminal 2 will continue to service international arrival flight flights, flights of Philippine Airlines, while the flag carrier's departures will operate from Terminal 1. Terminal 4 will remain closed until further notice. Meanwhile, operations of other airlines like Cebu Pacific, Qantas Airways and United Airlines will remain suspended. The Philippines restricted international travel since March to prevent the spread of COVID-19. A dire warning for, from more than 200 scientists who claim the new coronavirus can transmit through air. A New York Times report says the open letter to the World Health Organization of experts from 32 countries outlines evidence that the virus lingers in the air indoors. The scientists are calling on the international body to revise its recommendations about COVID-19. The agency's technical lead on infection control is quoted by the New York Times as saying, evidence for an airborne transmission is unconvincing. The WHO has said the new coronavirus is spread primarily by large respiratory droplets that fall quickly to the floor once expelled by infected people in cuffs and sneezes. The border between Australia's two most populous states will close for an indefinite period as authorities scramble to contain a rise in COVID-19 cases. The border between Victoria and New South Wales will be shut from Tuesday for the first time in 100 years. The number of coronavirus cases in Victoria has surged in recent days, raising alarm bells. The state, in fact, recently reported its biggest one-day spike with 127 new infections. It also announced two fatalities, the first nationally in more than two weeks. 
Florida breaching a grim COVID-19 milestone. Infections there topped 200,000 as health authorities report more than 10,000 new cases for a fourth straight day. The numbers come as experts warn July 4th holiday celebrations across the country will fuel a spike in COVID-19 infections. The country's coronavirus tally stands at 2.8 million with deaths nearing 130,000. India, meanwhile, overtakes Russia to become the country with the third highest COVID-19 cases after recording 24,000 new infections. This brings the nationwide total to nearly 700,000. Worldwide, the virus has infected more than 11.4 million people and has killed more than half a million. Metro Manila's busiest railway, MRT3, is temporarily shutting down operations beginning Tuesday as more personnel contract the new coronavirus. A total of 186 MRT personnel have tested positive for their respiratory illness, among them four ticket sellers and one driver. On Monday, only 11 trains were running as more employees underwent self-quarantine. In other news, an international probe into the human rights situation in the Philippines now needed more than ever after President Duterte signed a new anti-terror law. That's according to UN Special Rapporteur Anes Calamar, who says more than 30 other UN experts have denounced the controversial measure as well. Calamar adds even Duterte's supporters should be concerned about the newly signed law. If an elected official or a non-elected dictator is violating international human rights law, I will uh, denounce it in the same way. Yes, the people of the Philippines appear, appear to be uh, supporting the multiple violations. The question is, do they um, fully understand uh, what is being done in their name uh, and do they fully understand that history has shown that when a dictator starts going after one group then after a second group then after a third group it is very likely that eventually he or she will go after them. Calamar says the UN is not singling out the Philippines as they have also questioned the human rights situation even in countries like China and the United States. The anti-terror law facing more challenges before the Philippines' top court. Four groups personally filed with the Supreme Court Monday petitions questioning the measure's constitutionality. Among them, legal luminaries from De La Salle University and Far Eastern University, as well as lawmakers from the House's left-leaning bloc, Makabayan, and Congressman Ed Selagman. All four petitions express their objection to what they say is the vague definition of terrorism in the law. They also questioned a grant of authority to the Anti-Terrorism Council, a body composed of purely executive officials, to designate who can be considered as terrorists. The groups urged the High Court to block the law's enforcement on July 18th, or 15 days after it was published in the official Gazette. 
The Philippines' police chief wants the dismissal of two cops tagged in the death of a 15-year-old girl in Ilocosur. Police Chief Archie Gamboa says he has directed the Internal Affairs Service to remove police staff sergeants Randy Ramos and Marawi Torda from service in 15 days. The teenager was gunned down by unidentified assailants after filing an act of lasciviousness complaint against Torda. The victim's cousin also filed rape charges against Ramos. There's a very good number of evidences that could substantially prove that indeed these two PNP personnel will be involved in such crime. So I hope you will help me watch our internal affairs service that 15 days from now we will require the dismissal of these two policemen. And of course, other than the criminal charges that had already been filed against them. Murder charges had earlier been filed against the two policemen in connection to the case. They remain under restrictive custody at the police's provincial office. The Philippine Coast Guard files charges against the shipping firm of the Hong Kong vessel that collided with the Philippine Boat Liberty 5 last month. Cases of reckless imprudence resulting in multiple homicide and damage to property have been filed against the shipping firm and officials of MV Vienna Wood before the Occidental Mindoro Prosecutor's Office. Fourteen fishermen went missing after the collision. Authorities have extended until Tuesday its search and retrieval operations for the fishermen. ABS-CBN News denies claims of biased reporting as Philippine House lawmakers conduct a 12th hearing on the network's franchise renewal. House lawmakers on Monday questioned the network's commitment to responsible journalism. But ABS-CBN News and Current Affairs head Jing Reyes says truth-telling is at the heart of the company's commitment to public service. She adds 69 million Filipinos can no longer access news and information due to the closure order of the country's telco regulator. As professional journalists, we strive to keep biases in check and to report on newsworthy events, persons and issues in an accurate, fair and balanced manner. And our primary obligation is to the truth. We know that as we hold power to account, we ourselves are accountable to the public we serve. We uphold this accountability and responsibility as vigorously as we uphold press freedom. In her position paper, Reyes also noted suggestions to allow ABS-CBN to operate but without the news division due to supposed biased and one-sided reporting, a statement Mike Defensor felt alluded to. Kundi ako nagkakamali, mga isa dalawang beses niyo na po akong pinakausapan na kung pwede wag isara yung Digibox. And of course, publicly, on the record, Mr. Katigbak, you have been saying that. Tulungan niyo muna kami i-tolerate na wag isara yung Digibox because this is our capability to pay our employees. Ang sabi ko dun sa show na yun, sa June 25, sana umabot tayo sa isang sitwasyon na temporarily, baka naman pwede dahil nga nagre-reklamo si kong Si Congressman Dante Marcoleta, Congressman Boeing Rimulia, siguro wala na muna yung sa News and Public Affairs Division not to silence the News and Public Affairs Division but to allow 
the digit box to continue para sa inyong pabor na makalma ko yung aking mga kasama na huwag ipasaran Digibox out of toleration nang hindi mawala ng trabaho mga tao. And now you come up with this position saying that I am saying that to close the News and Public Affairs Division. In an interview in another TV network back in June, Defensor suggested that the network remove its news programs and keep its non-political shows. The House leadership has vowed a fair and comprehensive probe on alleged media bias and political meddling and other issues. Philippine House Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano says he is seeking a conscience vote on the ABS-CBN franchise. That vote expected to happen this week. And those were the latest. I'm Denise Tensai. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.